Welcome, welcome to the good news. It's Friday night, and isn't this a perfect way to spend a little after supper time or, hey, supper time, if depending where you are in the country. I'm Barbara Schreiner Trudell, filling in for Rev Robert, and uh, got some good news for you. So this story is a little different. A plant dating pop-up has appeared in London to help Brits find their perfect plantner. Who knew? So look at those plants. So a plant dating pop-up has appeared. The Lonely Plants Club matchmaking service has been set up to marry the public with the perfect house plants to suit their lifestyle and personalities. Interesting. It gives them the opportunity to get to know a new houseplant love interest before getting too involved in taking one home, because this is a really big decision, isn't it? So taking place at the Lucky Club Mayfair, the event was created after a study found 78% of adults take their time researching their options before committing to a new relationship with a houseplant. Who knew? Well, actually, I think I did know because my son has been very particular with his houseplants, which is really interesting. He now has two that he loves very much. Uh, so it was set up by a plant inspiration site, The Joy of Plants, with the help of TV's Mr. Plant Geek and attendees at the launch of the pop-up last night were given the opportunity to find their perfect plant match and take it home with them. Wow. So, so, you know, it's, it's interesting, the things that really intrigue us and interest us. So this, I think, is an exciting new idea that, uh, hey, maybe we'll see it on this side of the pond sometime soon. Hmm, who knew? All right. So here's a, an interesting story. Well, they all are, aren't they? Lettuce is grown right inside the supermarket a hydroponic garden in a fridge. How great is that? You never have to worry about getting stale lettuce. This supermarket's going to give it to you like ultra fresh. So down in Cairo, a supermarket is taking its produce aisle to a new level of freshness. The fridge grows different kinds of lettuce right there in the store, ensuring that no one has to complain about freshness or, you know, the distance that you know, these things travel before they actually get to our homes. A hydroponic system is a way of growing certain plants in humid tubes without soil. Supplemented with liquid fertilizer and nutrients, the system uses 90% less water than soil gardening and is perfect for fast growing greens. And we know lettuce grows quickly. So shut off. the company hopes to expand the technology to other stores to help reduce the carbon footprint of the travel associated with fresh fruit and vegetables. How great is that? Imagine going to the store and picking lettuce. Hydroponic farms are becoming more and more common in built-up areas, creating indoor vertical farms stored in warehouses or rooftop gardens in large cities like Montreal for one, and I know here in Toronto as well. So ah, who knew? Interesting, interesting story. Well, here's one that I found absolutely fascinating. So this, I mean, look at this picture. A black hole spews out material years after shredding a star. And astronomers are saying they've never seen anything like it. Uh, it's beautiful, isn't it? 
That's spectacular. So in October 2018, a small star was ripped to shreds when it wandered too close to a black hole in a galaxy located 665 million light years away from Earth. Okay, well, that's a bit of a travel. Though it may sound thrilling, the event did not come as a surprise to astronomers who occasionally witness these violent incidents while scanning the night sky. But nearly three years after the event, the same black hole is lighting up the sky, and scientists believe that they're witnessing the outflow of that star's remnants years after it would normally happen, prompting a whirlwind of questions. This is something they've never seen before. This caught us completely by surprise. No one has ever seen anything like this before, says Yvette Kendis, uh, a research associated at the Center for Astrophysics at Harvard and lead author of a new study analyzing the phenomenon. The team concludes that the black hole is now ejecting material traveling at half the speed of light, but are unsure why the outflow was delayed by several years. The results described this week in Astrophysical Journal may help scientists better understand black holes, their feeding behavior, and which uh, <laughs> send us likens to burping after a meal. Well, okay, I guess a black hole could do that. The team spotted the unusual outburst while revisiting tidal disruption events when encroaching stars were pulverized by black holes that occurred over the last several years. Wow. So they go on to say that they've been studying these TDEs with radio telescopes for more than a decade, and we sometimes find they shine in radio waves as they spew out material while the star is first being consumed by the black hole. Um, well, they're known for emitting light when they occur, and as a star nears a black hole, the gravitational uh, forces begin to stretch or <laughs> spaghettify the star, eventually the elongated material spirals around the black hole, heats up, creating a flash that astronomers can spot from millions of light years away. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's all I got to say about that. That is very cool. And who knew they'd call it spaghettify? Hmm. I thought Italy had the <laughs> had that uh, nailed down, the spaghetti. All right. So, you know, we go through, we just got through the beautiful summer months here, but I know in the southern U.S., things are still warm and heating up. And so this is a very cool new way of, well, a new old way of, <laughs> of cooling our homes. This ancient AC system will cool your house without electricity. So you can see that it's this panel that is hanging on the wall. It looks beautiful, right? So a designer has adapted ancient methods of AC into a modern stylish wall ornament that powerfully regulates indoor temperatures without a watt of electricity. Wow. And at the price of things these days, this is a win. The nave is a large terracotta radiator filled with cold water inspired by the Yara of ancient Palestine. Pores in the terracotta release tiny amounts of water which evaporate and cool down the interior of the nave, cooling the wall and thus the room. Hmm. Humans have been baking in the heat of the deserts and the tropics for millennia, and long before the invention of air conditioning, engineers and architects had methods of cooling down built into their homes. So 
Air conditioning, not such a new thing, just the way that we do it. But this I love. Um, the person who has researched this says the price would be more expensive than a regular AC unit, but along with recouping the cost through energy savings, the nave is actually quite beautiful to look at and frees up the use of the window for anybody who's sticking it in the window there. Um, and it actually, the Yara of Palestine Act was actually used to store drinking water as the evaporation process helped keep the water cool as well as the room it was stored in. Wow. Talk about, <laughs> talk about being able to multitask. That is so cool. Well, here's something that uh, I found absolutely amazing. Number one, the look of this, this automobile like, hello, next level or what? <laughs> this thing is absolutely spectacular. Look at that. So the Citroen's new electric family car could also help power your home. Well, there's another use for a car. I always thought it was just get from point A to point B. Citroen's new family car, the Oli, can change from a family sedan to a pickup truck to a low-weight city car, and its battery can be used to add solar energy to the grid. I'll tell you, there are genius people at work in this universe. There's no question. For two decades, manufacturers have been trying to create electric cars that are more practical, cost-effective, and attractive to the average consumer. The Oli is not following the beaten path but rather is described as a laboratory of ideas, which Citroen hopes will trickle down into other automobiles, but also help push the concept of the car such as it is along. In science fiction movies, cars always take on a you know, dozens of additional roles that would never be found in a car today. In the new TV version of Lost in Space, their car becomes a mobile communications hub and an escape pod capable of traveling through space. The only concept car attempts to replicate that, not least of which because of its near military appearance with the flat windscreen and boxy bonnet or trunk, as we would call it. Uh, its fabrication is achieved with 100% recycled material, bravo, and made as light as possible to extend the range. The base model has a 250 mile or 400 kilometer range, once charged up, which takes around industry standard time. The roof panels double as a workstation where the owner can run their laptop or charge their devices. This is a car for today's busyness, don't you think? It is something else. Well, we got to take a moment for a little commercial break, but stick around. You're watching the good news. I'm Barbara Schreiner Trudell, and we will be right back with more good news. New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. 
And now the good news. You're watching the good news here on the New Thought Media Network. And I'm Barbara Schreiner Trudell filling in for Rev. Robert tonight. And this story now, this is this is really cool uh, because we hear of all kinds of challenges and things with our youth. And, you know, there needs to be something done about that. Well, here's a young man who's taken it taking it all the way. Harry Kane has become the most prolific goal scorer, scoring Englishman in modern history. And he's channeling the star power to help England break its stigma with mental health. Now, this is a guy who was told you're no good for nothing, right? Well, he's turned that around. He's launched the Harry Kane Foundation to use his influence to help fund critical mental health work by coaching the power of positive thinking and resiliency, especially among youth. No one understands stress, pressure, and anxiety like English national football team players who under the spotlight of the English sports media endure the harshest scrutiny of perhaps all national team football. Before Kane became the first name on the starting lineup for London team Tottenham Hotspur, he spent four consecutive years loaned out to different teams in lower divisions. Sometimes whole seasons would go by without him ever getting a sustained period of football. He kept his chin up and eventually made it into the Tottenham lineup during the 2014-2015 season when he won Young Player of the Year. Drawing on that experience, Kane is now using his celebrity profile to fund and popularize volunteer-supported mental health groups like The Mix and Mind that specialize in helping young adults deal with stress, particularly through anonymous helplines offering free counseling with embarrassing problems. And please don't make me say it out loud thoughts. Well, we all know that. What's that, what that is like. So Kane's collaboration with the Premier League's Charitable Trust has created resilience and positive mindset lesson plans for more than 18,000 schools across Britain. Wow. And he talks about the power of positive thinking. Well, here on the New Thought Media Network, we kind of talk about that, don't we? We teach principles of positive thinking, a philosophy of creating a beautiful life through the changing of our thinking. As Ernest Holmes would say, change your thinking, change your life. This young man is doing that. He's teamed up with some smashing anim animators to produce the film, this film that's on the Good News Network, if you want to check it out, and to narrate it. So how exciting you know, to see a young person say, yes, I'm famous. Yes, I'm great at what I do. Now let me pay it forward. I love that. Pay it forward. Oh, well, you know, it, it's been, you know, it's been a tough time for many people over the last number of years. And this young man is one of those people. <clears throat> he was given eight months to live because of an aggressive brain or blood cancer. But now he inspires others by saying, you know, you can get through anything. A young Florida man given just eight months to live has beaten a rare and aggressive blood cancer after nearly dying multiple times during treatments. Now he's inspiring others who are going through health hardships. Michael Kramer went to see a doctor after suffering fatigue, night sweats and weight loss. Sometimes he thought were caused by the stress of COVID-19 lockdown, but the blood test showed something was wrong and he was told to see a blood specialist immediately. 
The 21-year-old man was then diagnosed with a type of lymphoma in July 2020. I tell you the type, but I can't pronounce the words. He and his mother then heard the terrifying news that most people do not survive it, and Michael may have just have eight months to live. He underwent three rounds of intensive chemotherapy, bone marrow transplant. The transplant resulted in severe complications. He went through a lot. He went through a lot. And, you know, you look at all the things that happen in the health arena, all the challenges that so many people face, and what are the answers? And sometimes there really aren't any. However, approved by the FDA in 1988, ECP has benefited patients with a variety of autoimmune diseases, but the graft versus host disease, T-cell lymphoma, and organ rejection, which all affected Michael. The treatment separated his blood, treated it, and returned it back to him, which ultimately provided the solution that is still saving his life today. There are genius people at work in the world And I love that so many people are taking the time to understand things, try new things, and begin to make a positive life change for someone else. So Ashley, who gave up her teaching job to care for Michael, described his journey as both heartbreaking and amazing. Our lives changed dramatically, but we decided to just take each day, really each minute as it comes. He's been so unbelievably strong, and I am so proud of him. He's now in full remission. Bravo. Wow. What an inspiring story. You know, sometimes we get these prognosis and then we give up. Many people give up. But I'm here to tell you there are there are ways through it. So, wow. Way to go, Michael. What a great story. I love this. I, You know, I love little cats. Don't you love little cats? Cats are, oh, I don't know. So this this is funny. You know, another funny little thing somebody came up with. This website lets you listen to cat purrs whenever you're stressed. It can also calm your kitty too. How good is that? (laughs) This just made me giggle because I thought, wow, you know, the things that we will put on the website and the things that we'll do, but it's fascinating how much benefit we can get from the simple things in life. And I have two cats and I know listening to the purring is really quite a calming thing. So this website has designed an artificial purr engine that plays customizable cat purring sounds to calm you or your kitty during moments of turmoil. We can't always have a purring lap cat with us, but purly.com is a good, dare we say, perfect solution. The internet has a cat, says purly.com. Visitors can start a purring sound and use the sliders to change whether it's a playful, excited purr or a sleepy, breathy purr. The sound of a purring cat is one of the most comforting sounds available and can help soothe and calm you down when you're feeling stressed. Purly tries to recreate both the sound and the presence of your very own virtual cat through a custom sound engine modeled after real purrs. (laughs) I, you know, again, I just got to say these stories tonight really make me giggle because the way that we can change what's going on in our mind and our experience simply with the simplest, easiest things, something as simple as the purr of a cat. Wow. 
you can really get granular with your cat purrs and you can even replicate how some cats will upon the ceasing of pets begin to purr faster to alert you that they actually haven't finished petting them. One of the coolest things is it helps kittens to calm down. I foster kittens sometimes, one person said, and I recently got three little fellas without a mother. They were really rowdy and didn't purr much. So I decided to play this purring for them. When I came back to check on them, they were all sleeping around this speaker, happily purring along with the recording. It really helps calm them down. I play it all the time now. Thank you so much, Pearly. And for others, like this college fre freshman, it helps them through their moments of panic. I couldn't tell you how many times I've used this cat purr to counter a panic attack. Isn't that beautiful? Tuning this, turning this on for even five minutes makes the tension spiral out of my shoulders. Wow, that's a beautiful thing. There's, you know, panic attacks are a really intense experience. Often people feel like it's like having a heart attack or something. It's a big deal to be able to, without medication, without any drugs, anything like that, to be able to listen to a sound. Wow. I love that. That's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay. <laughs> a rare baby red panda. Oh my gosh. Is this little baby sweet or what? Look at that face. <laughs> so the rare baby red panda that gave hope for endangered species gets its first exam. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, you look at this little guy, he's pretty small, eh? <laughs> he was born this summer and is seen as a hopeful sign for the future of this critically endangered species. And it passed its very first health check with flying colors. The baby was born to mother Tilly and father Nam Peng at Paradise Wildlife Park in uh, Herefordshire, England. I probably pronounced that wrong. And the zoo had been waiting to ascertain its, gen its sex before naming the cute bundle of fluff. They'll have to wait a little longer to complete the birth certificate, though, because the ginger fur ball was so fidgety that the delicate procedure was impossible. The, do, the zoo decided anyway to name it Little Red. That's very cute. This was the first time a veterinarian had visited the cub and the tests revealed Little Red is in good health. Aside from the fidgeting, the health check was completed without a hitch. The birth in July was a bittersweet event that came just a month after Nam Pang's sudden passing. The zoo had been trying to breed the pair for four years as part of the European XC2 breeding program, an initiative whereby endangered species are bred in captivity in order to ensure the continuation of the species. The program soon achieved success when closed circus camera captured the surprise birth. The zoo hailed it as a miracle. one less endangered species maybe and maybe this is something that can be done for others oh it makes me feel joyful this cub has become a symbol of hope oh animal experts say the first six months of a red panda's life are the most critical and little red is being monitored even as he appears boisterous and strong 
The population of red pandas was decreased, decreased over the last 20 years with the WWF stating there are currently less than 10,000 left in the wild due to the illegal capture as pets and a dramatic reduction in their habitat. This is why we have to stop cle clearing out trees, clearing out the environment in that way, not only for our own ability to breathe, but for these beautiful animals to continue to exist. We do need them. We need wildlife. All right, on to another exciting story. Oh my gosh, we have such good ones tonight. So this is an exquisite mosaic that was unearthed by a farmer planting an olive tree. It's perfectly preserved. And it's from the Byzantine, Byzantine era. The tile mosaic depicting birds and other animals has been found under a field in Gaza so well preserved it could have been buried yesterday. Olive Farmer, whose name I cannot pronounce, was planting new trees in his grove <clears throat> and when his son chanced upon the ancient relic, which is believed to date way back, like I said, to the Byzantine era. Some of the new trees were taking root and digging down into the soil. Their tools struck something hard and unfamiliar, which led to the discovery. Before any archaeologist could come to see it, uh, the gentleman and his son looked it up on the internet and determined based on its style where it was from. The empire of the Byzantium was the eastern portion of the Roman Empire, which developed later than the western half, but lasted longer, long into the Viking Age. It's one of the cultures that controlled Palestine over the centuries, along with ancient Rome, Egypt, the Ottomans, Crusader states, and the biblical Philistines. The archaeological discovery is still in its early stages, and we await to know more of the secrets and civilization values. Wow, this is an extraordinary, extraordinary story. And now, last but not least, President Biden pardons thousands of convicted cannabis possession users. Cannabis? You know, it's funny because here in Canada, of course, you know, all cannabis use is legal for any adult. And so to consider that people are still sitting in prison who may have had a little bit on them or whatever is really shocking to me. But I'm really delighted to say that President Biden announced in a video statement he was pardoning thousands of people convicted in federal courts for the possession of cannabis. Speaking specifically, he issued full pardons to anyone charged in a federal court under the sentencing guidelines for the simple possession of the Schedule I drug. The New York Times estimates this will clear the rap sheet over perhaps more than 7,500 nonviolent drug offenders held in federal prisons. The pardon stopped short of those convicted of selling or trafficking cannabis, as well as anyone charged in state courts for breaching state laws. But he said to continue locking people up for cannabis makes no sense. Imagine what it costs to feed, to house, to look after people because they smoke a little pot. Probably not a great use of resources. Well, that's the good news for this Friday night. And I hope something said here tonight has touched your heart, sparked your interest, 
or helped you to see the world in a little different way. I'm Barbara Schreiner Trudell filling in for Rev Robert. He'll be back next week. And this is the good news. You're watching the New Thought Media Network. Have a great week and we'll see you soon. On behalf of everyone at New Thought Media Network, thank you for being a member of our virtual family. Your financial contributions help share the New Thought message with people from around the world. Please visit and contribute at www.ntmedia.org forward slash donate. New Thought Media Network, come be you. And please like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace and blessings.